Hi everyone, this is Dr. Margaret Paul with the Inner Bonding Podcast. And today I want to talk about self-abandonment and addiction to connection. Last week's podcast was on connection with yourself, with others, and with your spiritual guidance, which is a deep desire for most of us. But today I want to talk about an addiction to connection. My client Sue Ann asked, I keep texting my ex sometimes every other week. He does not reply, but I have the need to connect with him. This need for connection is very is a very prominent part of my life. Is this an addiction? What can I do? So of course Sue Ann has a need to connect. We all have a need to connect with others, but the problem is that she first needs to connect with herself. The fact that she that she keeps trying to connect with her ex, even though he doesn't reply, indicates that she isn't connecting with herself and with her higher guidance, and that she's operating from an addiction to connection. It's not loving to her inner child to keep trying to connect with someone who doesn't respond to her, rather than connecting with herself and taking responsibility for her own feelings. She's actually rejecting herself every time she reaches out to her ex. Here's an example of someone who was deeply addicted to connection and to having control over getting that connection. Jessica sat in front of me at a five-day inner bonding intensive with tears brimming in her eyes. I came here to do some healing work, she said, but I don't know where to start or what to say. Jessica, I asked, what are you feeling right now? Go inside and see what the feelings are. What are the tears about? I just feel so scared, she said. What are you so scared of, I asked. I don't want to say the wrong thing, she said. I'm afraid you're not going to like me. So I said, it sounds like you're so worried about whether or not I'm going to like you or whether or not I will judge you that you just feel stuck. Is that right? Yes, she said, I feel stuck. I just don't know what to say. And I think I'm making a fool out of myself. I took Jessica's hands. And I said to her, honey, please take a deep breath. Close your eyes and move your focus into your body. Right now, your inner little girl feels very abandoned by you because you're so worried about what I think about you. I want you to tune into why what I think about you is so important to you. I know why it's important, she said. It's because I want to connect with you. I like you and I want to connect with you. Jessica, I said, I'd be happy to connect with you. But how can I connect with you when you're not connected with yourself? Why do you believe that connecting with me is more important than connecting with yourself? I think that if you like me and connect with me, she said, then I'll be okay. And then I can connect with myself. So you don't think that you're okay unless I connect with you? Yes, she said. 
Jessica, I said, right now you're abandoning yourself by handing me your inner child and making me responsible for validating you. Even if I could connect with you when you're disconnected from yourself, what good would it do when you're abandoning yourself? So let's try something. Imagine connecting with your inner little girl the way you want me to connect with you. Smile at her, hold her, see her, give her approval, accept her. Imagine while you're holding her that your higher guidance is holding you and cherishing you. Imagine that you can see the love, the appreciation, the kindness, the approval and the acceptance in the eyes of your higher guidance and bring all that down into your inner child just like I know you do with your actual children. Now try it and see what happens. Jessica picked up her doll and held her. She imagined her little girl inside who so needed her love. Her face softened as she opened to bringing love through from spirit to her inner child. We could all see and feel that Jessica was feeling connected with her guidance and with her inner child. After a few minutes, she looked up at me, no longer frightened and needy. Our eyes met and we connected, smiling at each other, then hugging each other. Jessica realized in the intensive that she had been addicted to connection, to having connection with others as a way to feel validated and filled. She had spent her life trying to do things right so that she could have control over that connection. And all it had brought her was the emptiness of inner abandonment. While she thought that she had to connect with others in order to connect with herself, she discovered that the opposite is true. And she discovered that she didn't have to work hard to have connection with others. It happened naturally when she was connected with herself. Instead of focusing on saying the right thing or acting right, right, Jessica started practicing inner bonding, focusing on her inner connection with herself and with her guidance. Gradually, she found herself able to effortlessly connect with others. When you feel the need to connect with another person, go inside, open to learning, and ask your inner child how you're abandoning yourself. Are you staying focused in your head rather than in your body, ignoring your feelings? Are you judging yourself? Are you turning to any substance or activities to avoid feeling and taking responsibility for your feelings? Are you telling yourself that you cannot manage the pain of the loneliness and the heartache so you need to try to connect with another? Imagine you have an actual child who's feeling sad, hurt, alone, lonely, anxious, or depressed. This child needs your caring, your understanding, your kindness, your compassion 
and your undivided attention. Your inner child needs you to connect with him or her, to feel loved and safe enough, to feel and release painful feelings. Your inner child needs you to hold him or her and give comfort with much gentleness and tenderness. If instead you were to tell your inner child to go to someone else, who, like Sue Ann did with her ex, who was actually unavailable for connection, that inner child would feel even worse because now your inner child is being abandoned by you. This is what was happening inside Sue Ann's inner child. By texting her ex, who was unavailable to comfort her and connect with her, she was actually creating even more distress. Once you understand how you're abandoning yourself, open to learning with your spiritual guidance and ask, what does my inner child need from me right now to feel calmer and safer? Your guidance might offer ideas of loving actions, such as pick up a doll, a stuffed animal, or a pillow, and hold your inner child the way you would hold a child you dearly love. Let your inner child know that he or she isn't alone, that you are here, that guidance is here. Or look at a photo of you as a child and notice what's wonderful and lovable about you, telling your inner child out loud how precious he or she is. Or pray or meditate to get more connected with yourself and your guidance. Or call a friend who might be available to help you connect with yourself. Or you might want to attend a 12-step meeting. Or do something that's fun for you to do, something you love to do. Or take a walk in nature, or do some inner bonding work. Or do some journaling to understand what your inner child needs from you right now. There are so many things your guidance might say to you to help you connect with yourself. The point is, when you are more connected with yourself, you are naturally let go of texting or calling or emailing or stalking on social media someone who's not available for connection. Once you connect with yourself and your guidance, then you can reach out to others who are available for connection. I hope you begin to understand that there's just one cause of alienation and division within yourself, which is self-abandonment. To understand more about self-abandonment, let's take an analogy. Let's say you have a small child who comes to you upset or crying. There are four major ways you can abandon this child. You can stay distracted in your mind rather than become present in your heart with the child. If you stay distracted in your left brain thoughts rather than getting with the child and being present in your heart with caring and kindness, the child will, of course, feel unloved, unimportant, and abandoned, and may even feel angry. This is what you might be doing with yourself, staying in your left brain mind rather than being present in your heart avoiding your feelings rather than compassionately attending to them. 
This is one form of self-abandonment. Another is that you judge the child. So again, a child comes to you, and if you judge the child, saying things like, what's the matter with you? It's no big deal. I'll give you something to cry about. That child's going to feel unloved, shamed, and abandoned. And this is what you might be doing to yourself, judging yourself for your feelings rather than compassionately attending to them. And if you're doing that, you're likely to feel alone, depressed, anxious, and shamed. Because this is how you're going to feel when you treat yourself this way. Or another way of abandoning yourself is you turn to various addictions, such as grabbing a drink, a cigarette, food, turning on the TV, or the computer. If you do this with a child who's coming to you upset, that child's going to feel alone and ignored and abandoned. So when you turn to addictions, rather than attend to your own feelings with a, dire, with a desire to learn and take responsibility for them, just like an actual child, you're going to feel alone and abandoned. Or you try and get others to take care of the child. The child comes to you upset, and you take the child by the hand, and you go from neighbor to neighbor saying, this child's upset. Will you deal with him or her? I don't want to. The child will feel deeply unloved, unimportant, rejected, and abandoned by you. Do you do this with your own feelings? Do you make others, maybe even anybody you meet, responsible for making you feel safe and secure and worthy and happy? Or maybe you just do it with a partner. Do you spend a lot of energy trying to have control over getting others to love you rather than learning to love yourself? If you do, you will likely feel anxious, alone, depressed, angry, and disconnected. Think about your parents or caregivers. Do they role model loving themselves or abandoning themselves? If they abandon themselves, then where would you have learned to love yourself? You might know you need to love yourself, and you might even want to love yourself. But do you know how? And here's where inner bonding comes in. Inner bonding is a complete process for learning how to stop abandoning yourself, especially emotionally, and start learning how to love yourself. Gives you all the tools you need to stop being alienated from yourself and start being intimate and connected with yourself. Develops your ability to tap into the profound role modeling from spirit, which is available to all of us and which develops your ability to take responsibility for your own feelings. When you learn how to be intimate and connected with yourself, your anxiety and depression, your emptiness and anger, your addictions and relationships will heal. Then you can be intimate and connected with others and experience the joy and the aliveness that life has to offer. Being disconnected from yourself 
is what creates the loneliness and heartbreak of relationship disconnection. Me and I were having a Zoom session. My supervisor is almost always angry with me, Mia said. I got along so well with my previous supervisor, but I can't seem to do anything right enough for this woman. I don't know what the problem is, but I think maybe I'm really messing up. I used to think I was doing a good job, but now I'm not so sure. Me, I said, there must be a good reason that you're shaming and blaming yourself for this situation. What do you think you'd be feeling if you weren't judging yourself? Mia thought for a moment and then quietly said, I'd be feeling lonely at work and my heart hurts. I asked her to tell me more about those feelings. I can't connect with my supervisor because she's so closed. And whenever I can't connect with someone, I feel lonely and my heart hurts. But I think there's something wrong with me for feeling this way. So you'd rather shame and blame yourself, I said, than trust your feelings of loneliness and heartache? Oh, she said. Hmm. You know, I think I've been doing this most of my life. I think I do the same thing with my husband. How does your little girl feel when you shame and blame her rather than compassionately embrace and learn from her loneliness and heartache, I asked her. Oh, she feels alone and unimportant and bad about herself. Mia, right now, I said, open to your guidance and invite in compassion for the loneliness and heartache you feel when you can't connect with someone. Be very kind and caring with your little girl. She has very good reasons for feeling lonely. Let her know that there's nothing wrong with her for her feelings, that you're grateful to her for letting you know with her loneliness and heartache when someone is closed and uncaring. Can you do this? She did that and she said, yes, feels so much better. Such a relief. Most of us learn to use shaming and blaming and anger withdrawal to protect against the loneliness and heartbreak of disconnection with others. It's very important to validate for yourself how painful it is when you can't connect with someone, especially someone important to you. But when you shame and blame yourself and distrust your own feelings, you disconnect from yourself, creating emptiness, aloneness, and feelings of rejection and abandonment inside. As I spoke about last week, authentic heart connection with another is one of the most joyous experiences in life. This heart connection with parents or caregivers is vital for children to thrive. But too often we didn't experience this level of connection we needed to thrive and we learned to shame ourselves rather than feel the profound loneliness and heartbreak of this lack of connection. 
we move into adulthood seeking the connection that we lacked as children, hoping a partner or someone will fill our vital need for connection. But now as adults, we need to connect with our true soul self, our essence, and with our spiritual source of love before we can authentically connect with another. And it's only when we do connect with self and source that we can learn to manage the pain of disconnection with others without disconnecting from ourselves with our self-abandoning behavior. If you continue to feel badly about yourself, you might want to notice how often you shame yourself to protect against your feelings of loneliness and heartache and heartbreak, as well as over the very painful feeling of feeling of helplessness over others who were, cons- who were close to connection with us. You might want to start to notice that continuing to shame yourself creates the inner disconnection that leaves you feeling so empty and abandonment and can lead to an addiction to connection and to trying to control getting the connection from others. You might want to try embracing your loneliness, heartache, heartbreak, and helplessness concerning others with deep kindness toward yourself. And then notice how you feel. I guarantee you that you will start to feel much better about yourself and you will find it easier to connect with others when you're willing to embrace your authentic feelings rather than continue to shame yourself. So it's learning how to love yourself that creates loving connection with others and heals an addiction to connection. I hope you see that it's time to stop avoiding feeling your painful feelings, which means learning to love yourself by opening to the incredible information all of your feelings have from you for you you can't begin to imagine how much better life gets when you learn to love yourself and lovingly attend to your feelings rather than abandon them this is what reconnects you within and with your higher self which then leads to being able to experience loving heart-to-heart authentic connection with others And this is what life is all about. The one thing that dying people regret the most is not having connected more with loved ones. Don't wait until it's too late to make loving connection with yourself, with others, and with your higher guidance a very high priority in your life. Now you can learn so much about learning to love yourself at innerbonding.com and you can learn so much about connecting with your spiritual guidance with my 30-day video course Unlocking Your Inner Wisdom 
And you can learn so much about learning to love yourself with my 30-day at-home course, Love Yourself, which is an inner bonding experience to heal anxiety, depression, shame, addictions, and relationships. So I hope that all of you avail yourself of the many resources at innerbonding.com and learn to connect with yourself, with your guidance, so that you can deeply connect with the loved ones in your life. I send you my love and my blessings.